Hey there, lovebirds. This is Atan, Courtney, Lindsay, and Sam. And we are your I Do Crew. We are four wedding professionals, each one with a different expertise. Together, we have over 40 years of combined experience in the wedding industry. We're here to give you some of the best tips, tricks, wedding day hacks, and share our great success stories and worst horror stories. We'll also be interviewing some of the best wedding vendors that we've had the pleasure of partnering with. So grab something old and something new. It's time to listen to your I Do Crew. Welcome to a very special Halloween episode of Your I Do Crew. That was amazing. <laughs> that was so good. Can we just the phone like, away ter- from my face? You literally went from terrifying to Your I Do Crew. That's why I couldn't <laughs> hold it in. My tongue's bleeding. My tongue's actually bleeding from biting. Oh my god. Oh. That was good. <laughs> a very scary Halloween episode of Your I Do Crew. <laughs> I love you know, it. I make the transition somewhere. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, We're going to be sharing our creepiest stories with you today uh, because it is a very special Halloween episode. Uh, we have, of course, a wealth of wedding horror stories, but we thought we'd lead with the goriest, creepiest, and ickiest ones that we have. So we're going to get started with one that we're calling Stabby McBride Face. And Lindsay, I love it. About that. <laughs> okay, so Stabby McBride face. Okay, so this is actually an engagement horror story. We were photographing an engagement session about two years ago, and the bride, the well, it's actually a same sex couple, and the the one bride is a police officer, and she was issued this new knife and they it was really nice because they had this whole picnic area set up at Wildwood and they had like a bottle of wine that they had with their names on it all this cute stuff and something had a tag on it so we're getting ready to take these photos and they had their glasses of wine poured and they had like chocolate covered strawberries all their favorite like candy it was so cute and um so she gets out her knife And it's one of those quick release ones. So she goes and she bumps it on her hip and it was a new knife and it was super, super sharp. And it actually cut through her pants and cut her leg. And, um, and at first we didn't think it was bad. We thought it just cut her pants. And then we realized, oh, you are bleeding. And then, you know, she actually looked and we're like, oh, you're really bleeding. And we're in the middle of Wildwood Park. Like I said, this cute little picnic and, uh, and her fiance was just like, oh, my gosh, you are so embarrassing right now. Like, we had to, like, pack everything up. And, and they were not from the area. They were from Indiana. And we had to we had to take them to a hospital so she could get stitched up. I don't. She had, like, four or six stitches or something. And, uh, and then we continued the engagement session afterwards. But <laughs> that's really <laughs> going above and different. beyond. <laughs> it was really. Well, it was just so funny, too, because, yeah, we're, like, in the waiting room with them. Like, you know, we've had, like, some communication with them. But we always kind of, like really get to know a couple at, you know, at their engagement session. We were just kind of all sitting there like, 
all right, I'm going to like learn your medical history now. Like we're gonna <laughs> we can tell you about what's close to us at the hospital. Like it was just, it was just so, it was crazy, but we ended up picking back up where we left off and yeah, it was, it was different. And then come the wedding day, all of her, you know, all of her basically cat buddies that were there and everything were, were still giving her crap for, for having it happen and stuff. They were like, were you the photographers that documented all of the blood that was shed? We were like, yeah, that was us. Like we were there. <laughs> so yeah, it was, it was funny. So we made sure right after they, um, they got released and everything from, from, you know, the ER or whatever, we took a picture right out front. Cause we just had to, we're like, can you guys pose by the sign? <laughs> because yeah, that happened. So they were, they were troopers. It was fun. At least you know you knew where where to take guests in case anything else anyone else was stabbed, <laughs> yeah. you know, that day. Like <laughs> that's what I said. I'm like, Well, good thing we knew like what was around, you know, for everything as far as hospitals go. So yeah. So it all worked out. So it did was. you have to take all the shots from the other side then so you didn't get the blood stains? It luckily it wasn't too too bad. So yeah, we just kind of posed her and like her leg, like it didn't hurt too bad either. Um, you know, it wasn't like anything <laughs> intense. It was just this little mark, but it just needed, you know, a little bit of stitches. And, uh, mm -hmm. so yeah, we, yeah, we just kind of posed her in a different way and stuff, but it worked out. Wow. <laughs> I know. That's super intense. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Can you move slightly to the right? Cause your blood is showing. So yeah. we don't want to burn <laughs> your body so that your bloody leg is not right there. Oh, wow. That's so intense. Oh, my God. I love it. Cool. Uh, next, I guess I'll tell mine. Uh, and I'm calling this <laughs> Invasion of the Brain Snatcher. No. And this is, oh, my gosh. This was one of those ones where it's like your worst nightmare coming to live uh, in your day. So uh, this was actually only about two weeks ago. And I was doing a wedding at the Toledo Country Club, which is absolutely gorgeous venue right on the Maumee River. And... If you live in Ohio in 2017, then you know that we've had an unseasonably warm autumn. And so as a result, the bugs are crazy. So we were there on the river and the last few last few weeks of the, the autumn, these biting flies have been out. And they have just been really, really awful. They bite really hard and uh, they're really small like gnats. And so since we were right on the river, this site was just lousy with them. And I'm looking around at these these poor bridesmaids had sleeveless dresses and they're just slapping their arms over and over again to try and get these bugs off. And luckily it was, the guys were very formal. So we were all in tuxes. So I was wearing a tuxedo. So I had very little exposed skin for the flies to bite. And as we're going through the ceremony, you know, one landed on my hand, it bit me. I thought, well, no big deal. I'm not going to make a reaction because I'm officiating. I don't want to scream and run away uh, in the middle of saying, you know, do you take this woman to be your wife? But then one lands on my face and I, I deal with it. I just kind of blink and give a little blow to it and it flies away and that's all right. And unfortunately at this point I was giving my address to the bride and groom. So they're looking right at me and I can just see the groom staring at the one crawling around my face. Ugh. And so, oh you know, that was, that was awkward, but that wasn't the worst part. The worst part was when we went to go to do their unity feature and uh, it was a fun one. They were doing a black and tan, so they were pouring a, a lager and a stout into a glass and waiting for the foam to settle down. Then they were both going to take a drink out of it. And oh, as I'm reading, oh yeah, it's a, it's a really fun one, but 
as I'm reading through the the uh, the introduction of the black and tan ceremony, one of these flies buzzes into my ear, and at that moment, I'm, I'm holding it together. I'm, I'm just, you know, I'm just thinking it's fine. It's okay. It's all right. This will be fine. Everything's okay. And I continue. <laughs> and after about ten seconds of just kind of crawling around in there and me twitching madly, it starts biting me. And oh my gosh, this is just the most intense body horror I have ever experienced. Uh, this so is inside that, your ear. This is inside my ear canal. This oh is. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This was horrible. At this point, I had to stop. And uh, luckily, they were um, they were taking drinks of the the beer at this point. So I had a, a moment to pull the microwave microwave from my mouth, clear my throat, and then dig my finger into my ear to get this damn thing out. Uh, and I did, and it was fine. And I had the worst itchy bug bite for the next three days. <laughs> so you were able to you were able to still, to an extent, at the beginning, speak with it like on your face and going into your ear and and biting you then, or did you not have to really at that point do too too much? Uh, th- when it was on my face, it was, it wasn't bothering me. And, and yeah. I'll just this by saying, generally speaking, I don't really react to bug bites. Like mosquitoes don't bother me at all. I'm one of those people yeah. that for whatever reason, my chemistry is okay. And they usually don't bother me. And I usually don't itch these ones. I, so I didn't give the one on my face much notice. And when it was just landed and walking around in my ear, I was able to hold it together and continue talking. But it was once it started biting that I just, whoa. Yeah. Oh, no, thank you. <laughs> I, I would have looked is, like a crazy person. <laughs> right? <laughs> I would like, have been running around, laying on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> I remember, because we have that group text going, and I just remember, like, we had a lot of, we were having a conversation, and you just kind of slid it in there, like, by the way, a bug bit me in my ear. And I remember, like, I had to, like, wait, what did he say? Like, just <laughs> scroll back a little bit, like, in the ear, that's, oh, I'm, ugh, I'm cringing. Ugh, I hate that. Yeah. Yeah, I was, it was, well, I didn't want to make a big scene out of it. And I didn't want to interrupt the wedding. And when I'm the one running the wedding, every, every ounce of my composure is being engaged and just not lose my, lose my mind. Gosh, yeah. so professional. Ugh. Yeah, good for you, well, Sean. There's no way I would have been able to do with that at all. No. Uh, don't worry. Immediately after the ceremony, there was lots of alcohol. There you go. I hope that'll make it better. In and out of your ear, right? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh, Oh, gosh. That is the worst. Uh Well, speaking of the worst, uh, the next story is going to be from Courtney. And she is going to tell us about (laughs) her story called More Like the Worst Man. Yep, well, you heard it here first, everybody. Um, The Worst Man is quite an event, quite a story to hear about. Um, While it's not gory and it doesn't involve bugs, um, I personally was a little freaked out, I guess. So my very first wedding ever, now I'm not talking as my business, I'm talking I was 17, working at a country club um, back in Illinois, and I had no idea what to expect for this wedding because I had never done one and I was a banquet server and we had to wear ties. And for whatever reason, I just didn't understand the concept of me wearing a tie. And so I was kind of freaked out about wearing one anyways, which isn't totally relevant right now. But 
throughout the night, I kept getting this guy that kept coming up to me and he's like, you know, why are you wearing a tie? Like, why are you wearing a tie? I don't get it. Um, and I couldn't figure out why he was just talking to me about it. I'm like, well, every other server, man or woman, is wearing a tie. What's the big deal? And at this point, I didn't really want to talk to this guy. So I just kept, you know, going around doing whatever I was supposed to be doing. Well, it turns out that this guy was the best man and he kept coming up to me and asking about my tie because he was actually trying to flirt with me. And I did not understand that because, again, I'm 17. He was probably like, eh, I don't know, 28 to 30 ish. No idea. So way older than me, totally out of my element. You know, I'm still in high school, whatever. So he keeps coming up to me and asking about my tie. And I finally just tell him that, you know, it's part of the uniform, you know, no big deal. And he kept basically saying like, well, I'm trying to talk to you. Like, don't you realize this? And I'm like, no, I don't realize this because one, I don't want to realize it. And two, I'm like 17. Please leave me alone. <laughs> like, go enjoy the wedding. I'm pretty Bye, sure Felicia. <laughs> yeah, like, I need an I adult. Grew- yeah, yeah, yes. I literally did feel like I needed an adult because one, you know, again, I'm just supposed to be there to like be a wait staff. I'm not supposed to be talking with the guests per se. I'm not supposed to be causing attention and I do not like attention I freak out and I freeze up so this guy totally had me out of my elephant asking about a tie of all things so to make a long story short I can't remember his name anymore but he finally came up to me toward the end of the night asked me what time I was going to be like done for the night and I told him I have no idea Um, I figured that was better than a straight answer because then he'd try and say something else Mm -hmm. well after you know trying to talk to me for a little bit he asked me to like go on this family vacation with him and I did not understand it at all like I've said maybe five words to this guy and he's like oh Courtney you're so nice you're so cute like you should totally go on this family vacation with me it's gonna be so much fun we go every year blah 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 and at this point I'm like okay this guy has either had a lot to drink or he's just terribly bored because I don't know why he's talking to me And so I just kind of kept like walking around and checking on tables and he was following me and a little, you Uh know, to no knowledge of the fact that the table I walked up to was the table his parents were sitting at. And he's like, mom, dad, this is Courtney. She's super cool. Um, Yeah. And 17. I don't think he remembered that. And uh, (laughs) yeah, wouldn't it be so cool if she like came on our vacation with us? Like, I just really enjoy talking to her and blah, blah, blah. Well, God forbid the mom and the dad actually start having a conversation with me, like in all seriousness about going on this vacation. And I just, again, was so out of my element. I'm like, okay, again, I don't know if they've just been drinking a lot. What the heck is going on? I don't want to be here anymore. Um, Yeah, so I guess that's really it. So more like the worst man because he was definitely (laughs) doing all the wrong things. So what, what, how did you escape? What was your what was your escape plan? <laughs> well, see, that was the worst part. I didn't have one. Um, so I kept just trying to be like, yeah, I'm listening, but not really listening and keep walking around. But again, he must have been that bored that he had nothing better to do because he was following me around like a lost puppy. So eventually I just went um, into like our back room where like the kitchen is and everything and just hung out back there and essentially was just talking to like the cooks and everybody and being like, do not make me go back out there. Like, if you see this guy, he's being really weird. (laughs) Like, can you just kind of keep an eye out? Like he's fine. It's not a big deal, but I'm really out of my element here. So I don't know. 
I guess not super Halloweeny, but definitely creepy. Not not a guy you really want to be talking to at a wedding. <laughs> now, I think the creepiness factor is definitely really high on that one. That's that's pretty intense. Yeah, he, I mean, um, the fact that he like brought you to his parents to like, hey, look, I picked up the seventeen year old uh, waitress. Like, uh, get away. Like, no. Yeah, yeah. it was so <laughs> weird. It literally was so weird. It was like I, I don't get it because, like I said, the guy and his parents didn't really make anything of it. So at first I thought I was just like the one being weird, but I'm like, no, I'm literally doing my job. And this guy is trying to have a conversation with me about going on vacation. I don't even know his last name. Like, (laughs) that is crazy. It's okay that you don't know his last name. Probably a good thing. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. Although that would make it easier to find him on the predator search, you know. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) well, we don't need to go that far. Thank goodness we don't know who this guy is. But yeah. Yeah, yeah, moral probably. of the story, you know, some guys at weddings just have no sense of boundaries. And even though they're, quote unquote, the best man, mm, not so much. Yeah, wow. No. Pass on that one. Holy cow. Wow. Well, so, so wow, we've heard some, some bloody ones, we've heard some freaky ones, and we've heard some just downright icky ones. And I'm kind of excited to hear Sam's. Uh, you kind of built this up a little bit, Sam. I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing it. This is the flower girl from hell. Oh wait, let me let me let me try that again. The flower girl from hell. Oh my god. I wish my voice was that cool. So, this darling little um she was 6 years old. So please keep that age in mind as I'm telling this. Um the first encounter I had with her was when she was trying to get her hair and makeup done. She kept kicking the makeup artist's knees and legs the whole time and then giggling. Like, not like a funny little girl giggle, like, did that hurt? Ha ha. And then kick again. Yeah. So this is like seven or eight o'clock in the morning. And then um, throughout the day, she kept um, unbuttoning the bride's gown in the back during photos and um, like pantsing people because she thought that was really funny. The parents were nowhere to be seen. Like, of course, they were, you know, like, oh, we're up by the bar. Like, we didn't see her. And. Um, yeah, it was, she was just causing a lot of issues. So the whole time I'm just, you know, on top of doing my other coordinating things that I need to be doing, I'm side-eyeing this little six-year-old. Um, (laughs) we are, we're doing the grand entrance. She takes off and is running around the room. And I look across the dance floor where the cake table is sitting. She tripped over the wire that had the lights hanging up around the table and the whole skirt and lighting came down around the cake the cake didn't move cake didn't move and i'm like okay all right so obviously everyone kind of laughed thankfully the girl she cried which i'm not gonna lie i giggled a little bit because i was like karma's a you know blank um but she did that and so i'm like okay that's all she can do the parents are finally paying attention to her um we're doing the first dance and she starts running around the, them again, like the couple in the middle of the dance floor. She, again, hightails it towards the cake, starts climbing on top of the cake table. I, at that point, start running towards the cake table. She makes eye contact with me, smiles, shoves the cake right off. <gasps> what? Oh. Now... Again, this was an Estens cake. I'm, I'm sure everyone's familiar with Estens. They do beautiful work. Um, full fondant. Um, they had like a, not a diamond. It was like a, a glass. 
um, a glass, uh, like, um, had their like names in it. Yes. Yep. So their, their names were engraved in it. Um, the bride had me be very careful about this. That shattered on the floor. The cake went flying. Oh. And the parents were like, well, kids will be kids. What? Are you serious? Yep. That, cause immediately I was just like, it. cause they didn't even go run to her. The parents were off at the bar laughing. Um, no. yeah, it was, it was five thirty, six o'clock. Like again, we had done grand entrance and we were just getting the dances over with early. Um, so they had not cut a piece of their cake. They had not taken oh. pictures with it. Um, one last thing too. So obviously I asked the parents to take the, the flower girl away, like dear God, enough's enough. And <laughs> the parents had the audacity to tell me that I should have been watching her more carefully. Oh, wow. oh, no, 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 no. I cannot so, even say anything right now. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> it, wow. um, I'm a big fan of child-free weddings. Let's just say that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, holy cow. After that, I can imagine. Yep. Oh, my gosh. I, as, as the parent of a toddler, uh, no, just no to all of no. that. Yeah, absolutely. My mouth would have just been open the whole time. Like, I would just... I wouldn't even know. I don't even. I wouldn't even know what to do. That's still. It still haunts me to this day. Like I see her little evil face, like just like looking right at me. She knew what she was doing. She knew what she was doing. Oh my gosh, that's crazy. That's uh, yeah. I'm, I'm trying to. I'm trying to imagine that happening, and I. It wouldn't have even have gotten a quarter of the way there. I would have like taken him and gotten him. Like, nope, we're going to sit over here. Time out. Yep. Nope. Both parents were very hands off like oh yeah we're at a wedding that's basically free daycare oh wow wow so so people let's keep our weddings no i'm just kidding but (laughs) i mean it's just it's definitely something to think about you want to have someone watching your kids if you're not going to be responsible and watch them (laughs) yeah yeah you know a couple of the weddings that i've done they've had um it hasn't been what do i want to say it's not been necessarily child free but they have welcomed children at the ceremony and then they've had uh and these have both of these weddings were at a hotel and in like the ballroom and so they had kids welcome at the ceremony but for the reception they actually paid hotel staff to watch them in a separate room which i thought was genius and like a giant tv playing disney movies the whole time and and toys and yeah it was great oh yeah oh yeah i mean i i make jokes with a lot of brides that they should buy like padding for like a room on the side and just like lock them in there and let them run around. Like, <laughs> because I mean, kids have energy and, but a babysitting room is, is kind of genius, you know, cause it keeps them away from all the fancy smancy stuff that you've spent all your time and money working on and keeps them happy. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Wow. Oh my gosh. Good time. Cool. Well, that's, that's our creepy, Halloween horror stories for you all. Uh, and just a reminder, we're going to be publishing horror stories from us every other week. So uh, on the on weeks, you'll have longer episodes with features from us. And then the off weeks, we'll be sharing our best horror stories. And we'd love to hear your horror stories too. As a reminder, you can send them to us at stories at your So we look forward to hearing from you and we hope that you have a safe and happy Halloween. Stay spooky, everybody. Once again, I'm Atan Smeltzer with Weddings for the Ages. You can find me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. 
And I'm Courtney Shale with Lifestyle Courtney Noel. You could also find me on Facebook and Instagram or check out my personal website at CourtneyShale.com. This is Lindsay Roselle with Lucky Bird Photography. You can find me online using the tag Lucky Bird Photo. And last but not least, Samantha Bean from Toledo Wedding Guide. You can find us on ToledoWeddingGuide.com, Facebook, and Instagram. If you liked what you heard today, help us spread the love. Comment, like, rate, and review our podcast on iTunes and Google Play and share on your favorite social media platforms. We love feedback. So if you have any questions or if you want to ask us a question, email us at youridocrew at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. And here's to love, laughter, and happily ever after. Cheers. Music credits are as follows. Song title, I Want to Get Married, by artist D. Cylinders, from the Free Music Archive. Attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, 4.0 International.